Hey, what's up, everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. Hello, hello. What is up? What is up? All right, I think I'm peaking a little bit higher. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> All the technology in the world. Yeah. A lot's happened since our last show. We were, we've been busting our hump on Fit Human and um, got some great things. We'll save that to the end just to talk about um, where we are in the Fit Human world. Uh, today, I'm going to let you introduce the topic. Um, we talked about it on a live. Mm-hmm. I gave a presentation um, at a real estate event um, virtually, but I hammered this. Um, I think it's still relevant because I don't think we've reached enough of our people to just kind of put this um, perspective into their head. Mm-hmm. Um, so let you go ahead and yeah. bust it. So today bust we... It. I'm going to sing that song now all day. Um, So today we are going to talk about um, accountability and how I'm going to say we are responsible for our own accountability. So we keep, and you and I talked briefly just before we jumped on, Mm -hmm. um, multiple shows, multiple posts, uh, you know, sickingly enough of a conversation about this thing accountability comes up it's one of the three pillars of fitness right you exactly know, f- fitness nutrition and accountability so what does it mean to you to be accountable and i know that we've already kind of we've got we've got slides we're looking at and we've had conversations already so this is kind of a doctored it's a setup for a question well i think the f- best thing to do is say repeat exactly what i said before we actually hit record and that was I don't think that I really know what it actually means to me. Um, But in now saying accountability, so it's like if I go accountability and you think of like the first word that comes to your mind or the first phrase, I am somebody who if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. So therefore I hold myself accountable to what I say I'm going to do. By what standard? By my own. Where does that come from? Where does your standard come from? Is this just, do you think that's something that's taught? Do you think it's something that you're born with? I think for some people, they're born with it. That's with a lot in life. And I think some people it's learned. And I think a lot of us get it from our parents where it's like, you know, if you say you live by these behaviors or you live by these standards, it's something that maybe your parents put in your mind from a young age. Um, so what you're saying is there should be more. I don't know a lot of people that have great accountability. Absolutely. So one, I think, I mean, how often do you use the word in a sentence? I mean, it's not something that I use it a lot. No, and definitely when I not. Do, when that does come out, here's how I've heard it. 
you are going to be accountable for your actions. Yes. It's always been negative to me. Oh, I mean, yes. If I hear somebody say, yes. <laughs> saying accountable, yep. that means you're going to pay. Exactly. I mean, you owe. You owe. When you're accountable, you owe. Mm-hmm. And it was usually when I broke things. You were accountable for this. You <laughs> yep. know, so to me, accountability always had kind of a negative mm-hmm. connotation. It was not a good conversation to be having with somebody when me being accountable comes yep. into play. It's not good. Yes. But I think a lot of... I absolutely agree with you. I think a lot of the times it's very negative, but I also think it's a word that can be very skewed. So it's like, well, you know, B, I hired you on as my coach and I'm going to need you to do all these things for me. That's where we're getting with this. Yes. And it's like, hold on. And I'll be like, well, I was going to do 10 jumping jacks, but I figured you would tell me that I was supposed to do the 10. And since you didn't, well, I then did, I only did nine. Exactly. So there was, um, <clears throat> we did a Tough Mudder. Uh, Lord, I don't know which one it was. It's been a while for me. So let's say three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Was I in this one? Oh, uh, I think I've opted out of more OCRs than you. So I you know what? Yet. I don't know. I don't think you were in this one. It might okay. have been the one we did in North Carolina. Okay. So that was like five years ago. Yeah. Or more. Um, but there's the half pipe obstacle and this is i think it's a 15 or 20 foot ramp mm-hmm. that goes straight up yep. right and not surprised <laughs> at the at the f- mouth of this thing is typically a mud moat yes so your feet get nice and <laughs> swampy and mm-hmm. then you're running up something that looks like a hockey rink floor i mean yeah. it's just it's right- terrifying well i've never had a problem getting up there i've just been fortunate enough to be able to create a good amount of speed yep. and i have just a little bit of pop at the right time and i can pull myself right up but you actually did one. I'm going to interrupt it. I witnessed one where you ran up it and you basically did a box jump on it. You didn't even use your hands. That's when I was fitter. Um, but the the cool thing to do uh, in that moment, this, will, this ties in. The cool thing in that moment is that as soon as you get up, you pat yourself on the back for a second, but then you turn around and you start helping people of course. come up the thing, right? Yes. And you're people that are kind of 70% getting up there, 80% mm-hmm. getting up there. And you're just giving a nudge. You're a tiny bit. I'm yep. not saying that's like accountable, but um, the example is they just needed a little bit of tiny bit of assistance to overcome the top. Definitely. So, and then you've got these clowns that have no business on that obstacle. Mm-hmm. They come up, they make it around 50, 60% up, and they just throw their arms at every exactly. poor sucker that's up there trying to help them. Yep. I reached down one time and I had a dude that was in no shape or condition to be on this obstacle. Mm-hmm. And he damn near ripped my shoulder out. Yeah. Legit. Me, me and another guy um, reached out to help somebody. And this dude was so devoid of being able to put himself in a position where he could handle what he was doing mm-hmm. that he a hundred percent, his accountability was that they're going to get me through this. And he was only about halfway up, right? If I remember. We overextended to reach down to this guy. So if you use that in this context Mm -hmm. and you think about the people that are trying to get healthy, you know, and all that that entails, it's not one thing. It's not five things. It could be 20 things for for you. So you've got people that are like, look, I need this. I want this. I want to do it. But you're going to have to grab me, carry me, pick me up, pull me to the top, dust me off and then let me go about my way. And that is the misunderstanding that people have in the fitness industry. Cause when you see the words accountability offered Mm -hmm. in a, in a, in a marketing pitch or in a conversation, what has become, and we've fallen prey to it because it's like, you know what, dude, if you just need that 10%, I'll be your accountability buddy. I'll help you get over the top. I'll help you dust yourself off and then we'll keep going. But you got to get your ass up there. Mm -hmm. You've got to get yourself to the point where all you need is a nudge. Yes. 
and the issue is people don't. Mm-hmm. They're coming at it like that dude that just threw himself at everybody else's mercy. And he's like, save me. Yep. And I think that's what people are looking at is accountability. Mm-hmm. Save me. And I think that's a perfect example. Um, that's somebody that it's such a great illustration, especially if any of you have ever done this race and know what obstacle we're talking about. But what this guy didn't do was make eye contact with you. He didn't wave you and he didn't say, hey, dude, I'm going to try to go as far as I can. Can you get me the rest of the way? He had and no idea where he was going to end up. Exactly. And I think that because his what he saw was, for whatever reason, he wanted to make it to the top, but there was no communication and it didn't look like a whole lot of effort on his part. He was waiting for, he goes to you, he's probably like, that dude's buff. I'm going to, he can get me up. But there was no other thing of like, I'm just going to charge and go versus if he had waved at you, maybe you could have gathered other guys and said, we're going to both take his right arms. You guys take his left. Who can help him with a leg? And let's make this a team effort because we know exactly what he needs from us. And he didn't know himself. Right. And so this is kind of where we're getting with accountability today. So when we say... um. And I'd already said a moment ago, I'm guilty of this as well because mm-hmm. I am extending my arm out to help people. So you can't you can't sit there and fault somebody for reaching back, mm-hmm. right? And that's cool. At some point, however, um, if you end up in a position where you're like, if this other person doesn't pick me up because I'm not even going to try, mm-hmm. it is that person's responsibility to get me to the top of this obstacle, yep. which means no matter what kind of a day I'm having, no matter what, you know, X, Y, Z, A, B, C... There has to be a point where if you can't get yourself over the hump and take responsibility for where you are and what you want, mm-hmm. you're not going to really, you're not going to get anywhere in life. Yep. Health and fitness is just an example, but typically if you carry this mindset in one area of your life, it might trickle over into others mm-hmm. and that's going to make you, it's going to be weak spots. You're going to have areas in your life where you're not going to have the opportunity to excel because you're depending on other people. Exactly. Wow, there's kind of some parallels with the political setup too right now. <laughs> so there, that was an accident. All right, so we're going to talk about this accountability ladder. Um, Jenny and I both have this in front of us. Um, this is so cool. This is I saw it for the first time when you pulled it up, like I think it was last week or something. Um, and I think what the coolest thing is, first of all, if somebody was like, if you think of like the ladder of life or ladder of relationships or something, the bottom half of the ladder is not where you want to be. So in any area of your life, and I love this illustration because it says basically from the bottom half down, this is where you're, you fall into victim behaviors. And it said, it's the things that happen to you. And it's like, the illustration's amazing. We'll definitely include it up there. Um, And it's like, you know, starting at the bottom, like the first rung is, well, I didn't know. So this this is again we're looking at a um, a, uh, a scale. Yep. So the ladder is just a um, um, an example of a scale. Yep. And half of the ladder is below the waterline. We're going to say that, and the other half is above the waterline. Exactly. And what Jen's talking about is the below the waterline, which yep, we're the lowest all rung. we're all there. Yep. At some point in our life, it's a ladder, which means you're supposed to climb your way up. Exactly. Not everybody starts out with the idea of. Oh, you know, I know exactly how to, I know who I am. I know what I'm going to get. I know where I'm going to be. You've got to be kind of shown, Mm -hmm. right? So go ahead. So you're starting the bottom half. So this is the first step underwater. Yes. So the first one when you're underwater is you just say, I didn't know. So how many people in your life, this is classic when we talk about, uh, you get pulled over for a speeding ticket. Yep. I didn't know it was a 35. 
<laughs> not in a million years is that going to get you out of a ticket. No, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> you've gotten out of more tickets than me. I've gotten out of a lot. So if you've ever heard ignorance is not, and ignorance doesn't get you a pass. Yes. But if you stay dumb, mm-hmm. it's like going to your doctor and be like, I can't believe I have heart disease. I didn't know. That I wasn't supposed to eat, you know, ribeyes every day. Exactly. You know, my favorite one ever is that McDonald's had to put that coffee was hot on their lid because somebody spilled it and the person said, well, I didn't know it was hot. Yes. The bottom rung of the accountability ladder. Exactly. (laughs) McDonald's used to, when that happened, the picture of the coffee on the screen where you ordered actually had steam coming out of it. (laughs) Yes. But that was a perfect. And you want to know why most people roll their eyes at that is because everyone knows that at that level, you're stupid. Because you used an excuse like I didn't know, and unfortunately to get some money. Unfortunately, our legal system favored that person. Exactly. Right, so I didn't know. That's negligence doesn't give you um, doesn't give you a pass. Exactly. Ignorance. This one is probably my absolute favorite, and next, it's the next, next rung, rung up. up. Next rung up. Yep. And it is you blame others. Yeah. So. Brian and I always say that we are very lucky because we know a ton of couples who set each other up and who will bring home somebody's favorite food. And we've never done that to each other. I know we've talked about before on your birthday, one of your favorite things in the world is anything pumpkin. Mm -hmm. And there was one birthday where we were focusing a little bit more and on, you know, body fat and everything else. And again, y'all, we always do these things because we want to see how they work so we can bring it to you or bury it. And on that particular birthday, you were working towards a certain goal. And I went to, I think it was Wegmans and I bought the smallest single serving pumpkin thing. Cause I'm, I'm a huge birthday celebrator. Um, and I wanted to sing with something <laughs> and I think it was four bites and it was done. But what I would have never done has been like, well, it's his favorite and I'm going to do it. But if the pumpkin pie was sitting there and you chose to eat it, it wouldn't be like, well, you're the one that made it. You're your own person. So spouses do this a lot. Yes. Um, they, they, you know, my, yep. my spouse did this, my spouse. And a lot of times I don't know that <laughs> I think 50, 50, sometimes the other person is intentionally trying mm-hmm. to get them to conform with the life that they had. Of course. I don't want you to work on being fit because that means I have to do it. Absolutely. And then the other ones are just, they're oblivious. Yes. And they're like, well, oh, sh- shit, you're you're trying to lose weight again. Yep. Sorry, we'll, we'll focus next week. Let's start on Monday. Absolutely. And we've gotten in trouble too Thanks, before dude. by talking about kids too when parents say, you know, I bought Oreos or whatever for my kid and their kid doesn't really like them. They end up eating them themselves. Oh, and it's like, but I need that. You can't, don't blame your child if if you bring home something healthy and your kid's hungry, they're probably going to eat it. If It depends on how you sell it. After five days, they're going to eat it for sure. I mean... Because they'll be starving. <laughs> they absolutely will. And it's how you learn. It's how you sell it. If we do this with Fitz and Millie, our, our mini schnauzers, and it's like, oh my God, you know, you get this treat. And meanwhile, the treat's called like liver, like berry something. And we smell it. We want to vomit. When we smell it, they love it. Uh-huh. But we like to play with the excited voice. Like, are they? You can make them want it. They Absolutely. Probably, they probably hate desiccated liver. Exactly. All right. So um, so, bl- so blaming others, whether it's your kids, your spouse, your situation, yeah, your, your job. Yeah, your work or whatever. So you see what we're getting at here. So the trend is showing ownership. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. All right. So third one up is excuses. So the I can't because. Hello. So. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Let's just pretend that we're not thinking of things that we say. Of course. You know people. 
that are constantly making excuses. Yes. Well, my time, my job, my spouse, my kids, my school, my graduate program, my undergraduate program, my pet, my this. There's a million reasons as to why they can't do something. And that that immediately gives them an out. Yes. Because they're comfortable saying, well, I'm not the one that failed. Yep. I have an excuse. Yep. And it's it's a shitty place to be because if you keep looking for reasons, you're always going to find one. Absolutely. It's cloudy out. It's sunny out. It's too cloudy. It's mm-hmm. too sunny. There's a million reasons. Okay. Yep. And the excuses also can be like, I. it's either I can't or I don't. So something that I've, I think I've mentioned this before that I started a few years ago was I no longer will say I don't have time for something because we all do. You choose not to. I say I will no longer make time for that. Own it. Yes. All right. So, and then there's the wait and hope. And that one actually makes me extremely sad. So that's the next rung up is it's the... Wait and hope. And that's another one's pretty self-explanatory. Hope that is one makes not, me sad. Hope is not a strategy. Yep. And um, if you are just rolling the dice that things are going to roll in your favor, hello 2020, everyone should kind of recognize shit never rolls in your favor. If no. it does, it's a fluke. Yeah. Um, but hoping for the best, you know, you've got... You've got heart disease in your family. You're just hoping it's not going to happen to you. You've got cancer in your family, so negative behaviors, you're kind of hoping it's not going to happen to you. Um, but hope is the lazy person's way of going through life. Mm-hmm. I hope it works out. You know, I'm, I'm positive, you know, yep. so that's going to get me over the, the metabolic, can, you know, yep. syndrome and the conditions. It's going to get me over diabetes. It's going to get me over my hypertension and everything else. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work um, because passively, it's like watching water go by on a stream. Yep. You're in, taking an inactive role yes. in your life. And that's the difference with this one is, is this one is wait and hope, meaning you're not doing anything. Yep. So you could be on a journey that you say, I'm busting my butt and I hope that there's a payoff, but you're doing what you need to do mm-hmm. it, with the hope that, you know, if I am eating right and I'm sleeping and I'm supplementing where I need to and I'm exercising, my hope is that when I go back to my doctor, I have better results. So there's two different ways of you're either waiting or you're doing. So these four things, I didn't know, blame others, excuses, wait and hope. These are the bottom half of the, of the ladder. This is the below the waterline. And as Jen had said, these are all victim behaviors. These mm-hmm. are things that happen to me. Uh, exactly. I'm so upset. Look at what happened. And there's so many more. <laughs> all right. So then you get to the top half of the ladder where I th- think most of us think we are, but we're probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are the accountable behaviors that things happen because of you. That's an action taker statement. I love that. Things happen because of me. I'm here, which is why this is going to work. I know. I love these. These actually get me very excited. All right. So um, the first one is to acknowledge reality. I have a problem. Yes. I own it. Yep. And I think something that's very important for everybody to realize is, number one, um, Brian and I, in our, we are, we're in our own journey as well, but... We've always told people like where there are areas where we've struggled ourselves, we've hired coaches and stuff for. So we can simply say we're in a position where we don't know how to do X. And we, I don't think that we've ever had trouble reaching out to anybody saying we're struggling. So I have to acknowledge I can't do this by myself mm-hmm. and I need help. And it doesn't mean you're less of a person. And it doesn't mean that the person you're going to is like, man, what an idiot. I can't believe they can't figure this out on their own. It's the opposite. And I think one of the coolest things with acknowledging a reality and seeking help, you, if you come to us and you're like, I can't do this on my own, our cup is filled mm-hmm. because we know that we have an opportunity to help you. And then you can fill somebody's cup when you've got the tools 
to then help them. It's so awesome. If you're struggling and you, you are finding that you're having difficulty maintaining a healthy schedule, yep. you're having a difficulty maintaining just life balance, work balance, health balance. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most mature and intelligent things you can do is to say, look, I need some support. You're almost getting a virtual assistant and be like, Hey, look, this is a priority to me and I need help to make sure that it stays up here in my peripheral vision. Otherwise I'm going to lose it. You know? So I, I, I love it. I applaud it. And, you know, acknowledging your, your shortcomings, your failures, your faults, where you're deficient, acknowledging that you've got a weight problem, a, a yes. health problem, you've got cholesterol. You have to, the people that don't want to even go talk or have the conversation about where they are, you are so under the waterline because you, it's shit's just going to hit you hard. Yes. So bravo. If this is you, by the way, these next three behaviors Jen's going to mention, these are high performers. Yes. executives, um, action takers, yep. bootstrappers, these people, they always land on their feet. Yes. Okay. So that's what's going on here. And I think they land on their feet. So the next run up is because they own it. If you can own it, if you can say, you know, I am overweight because I have an eating issue. Mm-hmm. That is the first step towards absolute greatness. If you can say, I can't, you know, afford my lifestyle because I realize I'm living outside of my means because I'm trying to compete with my next door neighbor who, you know, does this or drives this or has 75 cars. When you can, you can own your emotion or you can own where you are. I think you can grow from it. Of course you're going to grow from it. I mean, this is one of the challenges in life that makes you a sharper, Mm -hmm. you know, um, forged person. You know, it's the, when I see acknowledge and own it, it, it makes me think about when I was drinking, you know, and when, and when it was way out of control. Yes. Um, one to sit there and it was on my own that I came up and I was like, I got an effing problem. Yep. And then two, the only way you can move forward and correct it is that you've got to see point one, acknowledge, acknowledge it, acknowledge where you are and then take action on it. Yep. But if you took that opportunity, I acknowledge I have a problem, but it's not my fault my job, my friend, because you can dip, you can be a one rung up and then dip right back down to the bottom. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I got a problem, but it's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you would have done that, then things would be very different today. I'd still be drinking. Absolutely. Yep. All right. And then next you go up and it's like, you're actually, you find solutions, which is hammer out of path. Dang. Dang. I'm I'm going to, I'm I'm, somewhere between those two. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Now, if you've got a coach and you've got somebody working with Mm -hmm. you, this is where they're helping you because they're going to help you find that solution. Yeah. But you've got to own it. Yep. And then here's the thing. I don't want to do that. Well, see point one, right? This is your reality. You have to own it. Now you've got a path. Exactly. You've got to, what good is having it and not taking action on it? And the best thing with finding solutions is don't be too proud to run some ideas that you have or a problem through good friends of yours or confidants or, you know, other entrepreneurs, if you're one, Um, because the ideas, I I think you can create some pretty amazing solutions working with other people as well. I think they, my favorite thing is talking through brainstorming. Yeah. And, you know, I know you love it. It's, I, my imagination is tenfold mm-hmm. when I'm in con- when I'm talking to somebody that cares about me and cares about my business and my personal life. And I start bouncing things off that person, that confidant, that everything sh- great shit happens. After yes. That. Amen. And then finally you get to the top of the ladder where you make it happen. And I can't even, I mean, that's you straighten your crown and you're ready to conquer the world. Dude. I like that. That's good. Um, so make it happen. you see the solution. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got it laid out in front of you. 
how easy is it to dip back down and be like, well, I, I can't. Well, I'll just see. Absolutely. You know, I'll wait till it's a perfect time. Yep. Well, I would, but my spouse, um, I had no idea. You know, mm-hmm. so you can see how you can, it's almost more lethal to be at the top and one or two points and then keep sliding down the bottom. Definitely. And if you know anyone that um, struggles to get their health in order, um, always is having problems with their finances, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> relationships are always strained. You're going to find that there's a pattern here about they either think they're a victim or they, they're, they're action takers. You know, of, of any relationship that I've ever had that's fallen out, I've always tried to make an attempt to make things better. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you can recognize, all right, maybe I probably shouldn't have done that. I can fix myself yeah. by doing this. I'm going to go ahead and, and do that. The same thing applies, the same uh, framework with everything in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, my behaviors did this. Um, it made me feel like that. I did this to that person because of this. I need to make some changes. Absolutely. A, B, C, D. So. I was going to say, I think what's amazing about when you actually, because you, everybody can visualize a ladder. And I think it's like, where would you want to be on it? And we're not talking if you're afraid of heights. Because um, <laughs> if that's the case, I'm not even on the ladder. Um, but I think that it can be if you look at where do you want to be? So on the ladder of life, do you want to be at the top, not looking down on people in a negative way, but seeing how far you've come? Where do you want to be? And do you want people to say, oh, man, do you know, Jen, everything always happens to her. She is, everything's bad. Everything's doom and gloom. She can never get out of her way. Yeah. You know, pointing the fingers constantly. You know, the people who are like, oh, my God, coronavirus. Oh, (laughs) which is what we're living in now, or do you want people to mirror you? You want people to say, oh my God, do you know Jen? She's a go-getter. Yeah, you know what? She's had some shit happen in her life, and so and, so have we, but shouldn't she, live by and it. she's better for it. Yeah. Those people, it can be um, intimidating mm-hmm. until you get started, and then it's one of the most empowering and uh, self-gratifying things you can do is yes. to own your world be an action taker mm-hmm. um, and just keep driving, keep keep pushing yourself. Um, so as far as accountability goes, yeah. this is different than what I think what most people think of accountability mm-hmm. because all the behaviors that we just talked about, these have to be something you decide to do. Yep. And it's things that you have to do self-development and growth mm-hmm. to excel each level into this ladder yep. as opposed to somebody saying, hey, you know, accountability, I'm going to keep you accountable. What does that even I mean? I can't make you not have a victim attitude. Absolutely. Nobody can. No. You've got to recognize that that is either the way you want to live yes. or it's not. Yep. And if it is, then you're going to stay down there where you don't accept responsibility for anything. Absolutely. Nor can you make it happen for someone. Mm-hmm. So I love that taking accountability and looking from the inside out. And I love, 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 love this ladder because I almost feel like it could be like you could start a sentence that said, well, like I didn't know blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you start kind of drafting out your excuses or your reasons or legit reasons why something maybe can't happen. But once you start to kind of list it out, you can see how you can make it happen. Love it. It's perfect. Um, we'll post the image. We'll put it in the, I really if like I can, it. we'll put it into the details here. Mm-hmm. Um, last is, uh, we were talking about fit human. Just if you guys have had a chance to check out pocket coach, um, it's fithumanproject.com forward slash pocket hyphen coach. Yep. Um, the online coaching platform we have is live. Um, I love it. It's, it's pretty kick-ass. We're still, we got it launched, um, without all the, 
We let all the nuts <laughs> screw to the tires. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's running down the road pretty fast and we're tightening things up as we go. Yep. Um, but it's pretty dope. If you want to go out and just have a look, you can see what we've built into it. Um, there's a seven day free trial on it. So you don't even have to really commit to it until you take it for a test drive. Exactly. But we would uh, love for you to take a look. Um, anything else? No, I think that's good. Sweet. Anytime we talk about pocket coach, I get like the a grin on my face because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> It was a lot of work. Yeah, it was. It's great. Okay. So worth it. Um, thanks for jumping on, guys. We ran a little bit long today. Um, thank you for the encouragement, um, the podcast ideas, and the suggestions. Those are always great. Thank you for uh, those of you that went out and rated us on the last one. That was pretty awesome. Thank you. Um, and uh, thank you for just continuing to support and believe in what we do and giving us the feedback and the encouragement to keep doing it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Awesome, guys. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Later. Bye. Bye.